welcome all to the newest episode, as of right now, of Missomania. Um, I'm having a weird day today, kind of stressed, but also having a good day at the same time. Um, so, you know, I decided I'd record a podcast with a nice glass of rum punch from Benihana. Um, I think that today's podcast is going to be really fun for me to record. Uh, don't know how fun it'll be to listen to, but I'm sure somebody will get something out of it. So for today's podcast, I am going to be going through all of my favorite podcasts, shows, movies, and then eventually get into my favorite true crime podcasts, shows, and movies. Um, I'd really like to start off with recommending Making Sense with Sam Harris. This man is a genius on all senses of the word. Um, Everything he says, I'm constantly hanging on his every word. He talks a lot about religion, talks a lot about the self, and is a big inspiration for me and my podcast because I simply just want to be able to articulate the ideas and and continue learning about meditation and its positive effects. He even goes into some really interesting episodes about psychedelics. Um, I have yet to have a really good psychedelic experience myself, um, but eventually I will and I'll tell you guys all about it. Next on the list is Mental Illness Happy Hour. This podcast is not done by a therapist. It's more like a waiting room that doesn't suck. Um, That's how he puts it, at least. I get a lot of laughs out of this show. Um, I relate to a lot of the feelings. He does these surveys where He'll ask people, you know, tell me about some happy time, tell me about your misophonia, tell me about, you know, ask me questions, things like that. And I just find it so thrilling and entertaining, and I find him to be a really stand-up guy. Sometimes the mouth noises do trigger me a little bit on this one, so there are certain episodes that I won't listen to just because his guest that he has on makes a lot of mouth noises. But... Overall, really solid podcast, really smart guy. He um, goes to a lot of support groups and things and brings on a lot of people from his support groups. I find it very interesting and highly recommend it. Next on our list of podcasts is Invisibilia. If you haven't listened to Invisibilia yet, I definitely think you should. It has a lot of explanations and like educational value um, regarding the hidden forces in the universe, um, the mind, emotions, all kinds of things. Um, And it's run by women. So yay, women podcast. My favorite comedy podcasts, if you're looking for a really hearty chuckle, are my brother my brother and me this podcast is by far one of my favorites i love the mcelroy brothers they also do monster factory on youtube check it out 
so funny. They basically take video game characters and try to make them as ugly as possible and then they just roast them. <laughs> and I never fail to get a laugh out of anyone that I've ever showed Monster Factory to. But definitely check out My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's a work of art amongst the many podcasts out there. This one is truly just a masterpiece. Um, another fun podcast to listen to if you're on a long road trip or bored, um, especially if you have someone else in the car with you, is Ask Me Another. This podcast is a trivia podcast, basically, and they're asking like contestants questions, and it's really funny. I really also run by a woman. Um, I, I can't describe to you guys how much I love trivia because no matter what description I give you, it will never do it justice. I watch a lot of trivia shows that I can participate in and am constantly just trying to stuff more trivia into my brain so that one of these days I'll actually win at a bar trivia competition. Next up, I'd like to give some recommendations for shows that really put me into an existential crisis or gave me new perspectives on life. To start off, we have The Midnight Gospel. This show is run almost like a podcast, so I like keeping it close to the podcast category. <laughs> Basically, it's animated by the same people that did Adventure Time, which is another show on my list that I highly recommend. And it's just beautiful. It's beautifully written, beautifully directed, beautifully animated. And yeah, definitely check out Midnight Gospel if you would like to hear more philosophical and existential ideas. Next on the list is Bojack Horseman. This one will put you into not only an existential crisis, but an existential depression. It is really funny though. The jokes go across seasons. They have still making references to jokes in the fifth season that they made in the first season. It's a lot of hidden meanings and a lot of hidden jokes like in the banners, so pay attention to t-shirts and background. And If you just really give the show some time and get used to the fact that the animals are also people, you will really love this show. Um, third on my list, like I mentioned before, is Adventure Time. This is such a cute show. It's a children's show, so you can watch it with your kids if you have those little little beings running around in your household. <laughs> um, but it gets really trippy, especially towards the later seasons. It starts to become like an acid dream. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, Next on the list is Black Mirror. A lot of you have probably already watched Black Mirror, but this is one of my favorites because it really makes you think about society, really makes you think about everything, makes you question whether your girlfriend's cheating on you behind your back and things like that. All kinds of fun things that you don't want to face, but that it will make you face. <laughs> Uh, next on the list, another one that is really popular that most of you have probably already seen is Rick and Morty. Uh, Grandpa and his son basically traveling the universe, doing shenanigans with aliens, and 
just all over the place. Very funny, very also depressing at times. There's some trigger warnings for suicide and things like that to come from that one, but I think it's wholeheartedly a show that has not been overrated. I think the attention that it's got, especially from the neckbeards, is just fully um, fully warranted. Next on the list is Big Mouth. This is a show that I wish I had when I was in middle school and trying to figure out my body. Um, it really takes you back to those times of puberty and makes it funny, makes it cheerful, and gives a lot of educational information too about women orgasms, about uh, different anxiety and depression, and they have all these different monsters, and it's just a really um, awkward show, but awkward funny. <clears throat> Next on the list are just some fun ones. I really liked Squid Game. That's another one that a lot of people were talking about, that if you haven't seen it yet, it will make you think about society in a different way. It will make you wonder if this is happening somewhere in the world. This game of sorts where they're basically forcing people to risk their lives in order for a big pot of money at the end. Um, really intense show, but really good. Really good. Uh, next on the list and last of the shows is American Horror Story. This show is horrifying, <laughs> to say the least. Um, the first two seasons especially really got to me, really scared me, but I kind of like the thrill. I'm addicted to the thrill of horror, and this is some really good horror, some good quality stuff. And some of the later seasons you would think that it'd fall off, but it doesn't. It continues to be good the whole time. I think the only season that didn't really catch my attention was Hotel, but I've heard that I should go back and rewatch it because I never finished it, and I heard it does like an Inception deal. So now to list movies. Um, first off we have Inception. <laughs> um, Inception is great, and it's by Christopher Nolan, and he is my favorite director. He also does Memento and The Prestige, and if you haven't seen those two movies, try renting them on Amazon maybe. They are good. Memento is about this guy, and it almost is uh, chronologically backwards the way the movie that is set up. Um, but it's about a guy who, after a traumatic event, he no longer has a short-term memory. And so he starts getting tattoos and writing all these sticky notes everywhere to try and help him figure out what he needs to figure out. Uh, really, uh, I saw this one in film class. Really good movie. Really, um, really dark, but really good. And The Prestige also is, it's about magic actually. Magicians. Um, it's got... What's that guy's name? I'm never gonna remember it. It's got that one guy <laughs> and that other guy <laughs> from Lee Miz. Uh, really solid movie. Um, 
really trips me up and I love surprises and this movie is full of them. Another movie with big surprises and a lot of, ooh, let me think about that for a minute, is Cabin in the Woods. This is a horror movie, so if you're not into horror, don't worry about it. But it gets, especially towards the end, it gets crazy. <laughs> um, one that you guys have probably seen already, but that I must recommend, is Fight Club. This movie is up there on the list of movies that really blow people's mind. Really, just any mindfuck movies I'm very much into. Um, if you like musicals, or if you don't like musicals, please consider giving this a chance anyways. Uh, Across the Universe. This is a musical with Beatles music, so if you ever were into the Beatles, please, please consider checking this out because they basically take a bunch of Beatles songs and make a story out of it. And this one gets really trippy. It also feels like you're just going on an acid trip through a movie, and I love it. Uh, this is my favorite movie, or one of my favorite movies, I guess, because I'm listing all of them. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely check out Across the Universe. and. Next on the list of musicals is Sweeney Todd. Now we're getting into the Johnny Depp movies, guys. Um, Sweeney Todd is also very dark and depressing. You can probably see a theme here. I like the dark, depressing movies that make me feel something. Um, it's about a demon barber who basically has uh, come back for revenge and he starts killing people and making them into pies. Um, I first saw this as a play at my high school and it was probably the best high school play I've ever seen. And yeah, I would love to see this someday on Broadway or something like that. Next on the list of Johnny Depp movies, we have Secret Window. This is a totally slept on movie, guys. Secret Window blows my mind every time I watch it. And it's a little spooky, but not necessarily horror. I'd describe it more as a thriller. Um, and yeah, Johnny Depp is just this disgruntled writer having problems, you know? It's really good. Really, really good. Definitely recommend Secret Window. I think it's based on a book, I'm pretty sure. Um, next we have two movies that I really enjoyed and that are pretty similar in style. We have War Dogs and we have Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know if I could even begin to explain to you what these are about. <laughs> I guess War Dogs is about the buying and selling of guns and ammunition in the US and Wolf of Wall Street is about Wall Street and the finance industry. And lastly for these movies, this section of movies, we have Bo Burnham specials. The specials that I am talking about in particular are his first one, What, it's just called What, and then the second one, Make Happy. Both of these are on Netflix. They are both just masterpieces, works of art. I need more adjectives because holy shit, when I tell you that these are some of my most watched stand-ups. 
It's true. I've watched these so many times. I've listened to the soundtrack so many times. I've memorized it. And the songs are beautiful. He's he's like a stand-up comedian that does music. And I've never seen a stand-up show like this before in my life. He's so different from other stand-up comedians. He's quite literally going through an existential crisis on the stage in front of you as the show goes on. It's funny, it's weird, it's different. Definitely check out What and Make Happy. I cannot say more. Um, lastly, we are going to get into some of my favorite true crime podcasts, shows, and movies. Um, starting off, we have Serial. This is the podcast that got me into podcasts. This podcast takes you on a journey and makes you question whether the person you're hearing is genuine. She actually interviews the person that's in jail and asks him about his crimes and tries to figure out for herself whether she believes him or not. Definitely recommend Serial. S-E-R-I-A-L. My next favorite is Crime Junkies. This is one of my top podcasts. This one I keep up with every week. It's run by women, uh, Ashley Flowers and Britt. They are just lovable. Just so lovable. Everything about them. And they don't play anything too traumatizing. They don't play like a whole lot of like crying women who just lost their husbands. They don't do anything that would make me feel uncomfortable recommending this to somebody who doesn't listen to a lot of true crime. I think Crime Junkies is a great starter if you are just getting into true crime or if you already love true crime and are looking for some people that love true crime right along with you. Um, my next favorite is My Favorite Murder. This is a funny one, guys. This one, they spend like a good half the episode just chatting with each other and catching up with each other. It feels like they're really just having a conversation with you. You feel like you're in a group of friends just talking about true crime and, you know, laughing about the ridiculousness of some of it <laughs> and sometimes crying together because they have, you know, a real way of expressing emotions that I envy. Um, next up is S-Town. It stands for shit town. In case that makes you more interested or less interested, I don't care. Uh, it's a really interesting one. Um, next on the list is Something Was Wrong. This one, if you are ever questioning, what is a narcissist? What does a narcissist look like? What do they sound like? What do they do that makes them a narcissist? The first season of Something Was Wrong is for you because this one really made me start to notice more red flags in the world. Definitely a good one. And lastly, on the list of podcasts, we have Sword and Scale. Now, be careful with this one, guys. This one I stopped listening to because one of the episodes actually was quite traumatic for me. Um, they just played 
an audio clip of somebody being stabbed and that really rubbed me the wrong way and still sticks with me to this day. So be careful which episodes you listen to. If they sound like they're about to show or play something traumatic, maybe just skip to the next episode. I really like it. I really miss the show um, since I stopped listening to it, but yeah, if you have a strong stomach, listen to it. It's really good, really interesting, will really keep you on your toes. And finally, I'm going to go over some true crime shows and movies. These are like limited series or just little movies that really stuck with me, really stood out to me. First, I'll start off with the O.J. Simpson trials. If you've seen American Horror Story or Friends, this is the one for you because it has Sarah Paulson from American Horror Story, arguably one of the best actresses in the world, and it has Ross, everybody's favorite. (laughs) And the O.J. Simpson trials really get deep into, you know, what happened with the white Bronco. Why does everybody talk about this white Bronco? really good series. Uh, Next we have the movie, it's called Extremely Wicked, Shocking, Evil, and Vile. And this one is about Ted Bundy, and it has Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. This one's also really good, but I also recommend listening to or watching something else on Ted Bundy, maybe before or after watching this movie, because I feel like this movie almost romanticizes Ted Bundy in a way, and it really is evil and shocking and vile what this man did and how this man would just pawn on women. Um, Next up is The Staircase. This is one of my favorites because I think they just did a really good job with it. They have a lot of content surrounding and of Michael Peterson. you, it's one of those mysteries. You kind of got to figure out for yourself if you believe this guy or not, because he's sitting there telling you the whole time he didn't kill his wife. He didn't push her down the staircase. But if he didn't push her down the staircase, why does she look like that? (laughs) Why are there that many cuts and things on the back of her head? Like, it's just really good. Watch the staircase. Um, One limited series is Serial Killer with Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan is a very good journalist. He has a lot of really important questions that we all are wondering, and he's not afraid to look a serial killer in the face and say, I don't believe you when they're sitting there trying to defend themselves for their crimes. And finally, I don't know if I would necessarily put this in the true crime category, but I did. But any documentary with Louis Thoreau in it, guys, Louis Thoreau is one of my favorite journalists. He asks the hard-hitting questions that we all want to hear. He knows how to contain his composure in a really respectable way. And when people get angry with him, it's almost laughable because he's just so chill. Like, how could you be frustrated with this guy just because he's asking you to look yourself in the mirror and explain yourself. Um, And yeah, that's it for my list. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
I hope somebody gets something out of this or that maybe you heard about a show or movie today that you'll check out. Um, let me know if you guys have any movie or show recommendations for me because I'm always looking to have my mind blown. So have a great night guys and toodles.